0: Hey everyone, it's Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival, and we finally did it. Episode number 100. Here we are, and for this one I have a special, more personal message for you that I hope is going to really resonate with you. Check this out now.
1: Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival.
0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome. It's Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat and Survival, with another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. And this is it. This is episode number one hundred we've been I think this is the longest i've ever actually done anything regularly within my business i think forever and I think all of my uh all of our employees over at the uh, the m c s headquarters are are probably pretty shocked that we ever got to this day in this episode but uh but it's actually been the most fun that i've ever had in any of the projects that we've done and i'm I'm really glad that we've been able to maintain. Some consistency with it, and um, and really explore with it, and it's it's just built up so much traction. We get so many great reviews on the podcast and on the blog, and and I really want to appreciate all of you who have helped us to get to this point. And we have a lot more coming up for you as well. We're only going to be going forward and doing more exciting and powerful things to be able to give you some really great content and some training and some tips, tricks, and tactics from our network to really be able to help you because that is our mission. This is all about helping you. And and you know when I was th- I was thinking about that like how is looking over the last one, 99 episodes and and everything that we've we've put out for material and training and everything. I was thinking, well, what can I do special for the 100th episode to really best serve you? And over the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about the tactical mindset. So I've, I've shared a few things with you. Episode number 98 was about how to own the morning, right? Now, this is a real. This has been an area that I've really been diving into over, even maybe over the last couple of years. About what, what is the warrior mentality? What is how do you live your life in a tactical way? How do you, uh, you know, how how do you you project that type of person to everyone around you, to your family, even to yourself, like, what is that that modern-day warrior, and then how do you fine-tune those skills, and how do you develop those traits that make you that type of a person, and so as I've gone through this, some of it has come down to practice, some of it has come down to mindset, and what we talked about in episode 98 was really how to how to own the morning, because if you... If you start your day with a sense of accomplishment and you set yourself up tactically for the rest of the day, then it's all downhill from there, right? Like criminals and, you know, we talk about the people who are the wolves of our society, like they have an agenda. They have a plan. So we all need a plan as well to live our lives in a tactical manner as a protector for our families and even just for ourselves to be able to start the morning that way because that's what sets the path for the rest of the day. And part of that is in your level of physical fitness. And I'm big into health and I'm big into, into being healthy, not just for tactical purposes, not just for survival purposes, but really to be there for my family. And so episode number 99 was my personal tactical workout where you can combine both physical fitness at whatever level you're at. You don't need to be Navy SEAL fit. But to combine your tactical to, to combine your physical fitness with your tactical training, and I gave several examples of that in episode number ninety nine of our podcast and so i've really thought of this as a a three part series for this concept that I've been going off of of the modern the modern warrior because we started in the morning and 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 what I wanted to do was end kind of in the evening, and this is going to be a little bit different for you because Everything that we talk about really is more about tactics, right? We we give you tactics to survive a home invasion. We give you tactics to survive a potential pandemic or a, a blackout or a natural disaster. We give you tactics for being able to shoot faster or to be able to shoot alternative weapons like shotguns to, to survive carjackings. We talk about all these different tactics. But one thing that we've never really touched on is what I wanted to – Talk about in our, in our episode because it's the reason for all of those tactics. It's, for me, it's about those people that I protect. The people that are most important to me, which is my family. It's my wife, my kids. I still have one son that's, that's still in the, uh, that's still in the house. And, uh, so, So these are the people who mean the most to me, right? My family is everything. And I would die protecting my family. And it's these tactics that we talk about so that you never have to die, so that your family does stay safe. But there's another element of that. Like, we never really talk about how do you support the family when there isn't a natural disaster or there isn't – you're not being accosted in a a parking lot. You're not – You're not in a dangerous situation. And I think for me, that's what we're really starting to lose track of, I think, in, in our society. I was having a conversation. I was with a, I was in my church group this morning. Uh, We have a men's breakfast and we were talking about how everything is, seems to be changing, right? Like social, there's a social disconnect happening out there. And I'm not going to get too preachy. Don't worry. But we look around people are so glued to their their smartphones they're so glued to their computers they're so glued to everything else technology has really kind of taken over everything uh, my even my son will point out when we go to a restaurant and see an entire family husband wife children and everybody will have their smartphones out and they are on their and i've even walked around tables sometimes and i'd see that the the father was perhaps sending an email out or texting somebody and the mother was on the Facebook page and the kids were either playing a game on their phone or typically typically if it was a teenager that teenager was was on Facebook as well. And so you can see the disconnect within our families, you can see the how that has also sent, brought a disconnect in our society. Right? I mean, people are more disconnected. We're more polarized. People are are, are angrier at the other side more. We, we've really become disconnected. And so I, what, what I wanted to do with this 100th episode was show you how we can all reconnect. Not necessarily like I'm on a movement to bring society back together. I think we're going through some very tough times right now. But it's really about the, the tactics that we talk about supporting the thing that's most important in our lives. And so, this tactical mindset, this tactical way of, of living your life, I wanted to end this three-part series with your tactical evening. And this really – this is your, your best support for those things that are the most important to you. Now, uh, part of this so, – so basically, I, I have I have five things to share with you, which is what I typically do is I have five things to share with you. And this isn't going to be that long – but it's really just meant to kind of bring your mindset back to the things that are the most important, the things that you're protecting. And to kind of kick all of this off, four parts of this really are about are, are came from a very good friend of mine. His name is Craig Ballantyne. And uh Craig I've known Craig for years. We were in the health industry together. Um we we've both been health authors and health advocates and and he right now is editor for uh, Early to Rise, which is a, a personal development newsletter. But he's just—he wrote a book recently, and he sent me a copy of it, and it was called The Perfect Day Formula: How to Own the Day and Control Your Life. And Craig is probably the most regimented person that I've ever met in my entire life. I swear, I swear, he's probably a cyborg. If somebody were to, you know, open up—I don't know if he would even bleed, actually, if you stick him with it with a needle. I think that, uh, I've never seen anybody as regimented as he is, and most people probably won't get to that, but he's developed certain things in his life to make himself more successful. He's been incredibly successful in his career and his life and everything, and so he came up with this concept of, of how he lives his day that sets him up for success. And some of this is very methodical, and it, and it, and it really gives you a structure to be able to um What I think kind of blends into everything we 've been talking about with this tactical tactical lifestyle, so he calls it the the ten three two one formula okay and so here 's how it goes uh essentially ten hours before bedtime because everything is based upon bedtime now, so ten hours before bedtime, no more caffeine, and it really takes about it takes about that much time if you're a caffeine drinker which which I am i have and this was part of the the tactical morning uh, owning the morning that i did uh, we call it sheepdog morning um i love bulletproof coffee so i love coffee coffee does have some health benefits to it it is it has tons of antioxidants in it so it can be healthy, healthy for you in in body and in mind uh, but it can also be abused, and too much of it can also stress your endo- endocrine system, which can do all sorts of things. It can uh, stress your endocrine system, can lower testosterone if you're a man. It can cause increased weight gain. There's lots of things that it can do. So you don't want to be drinking caffeine all day long anyway. I know a lot of people probably do that. In fact, some of you may even rely on caffeine in the evening time I'm sorry, in the afternoon time to wake back up after lunch if you have an office job or something. There are other things that you can do to that. Mostly what I find is that if you're feeling tired during the day, it's typically from dehydration. And people mistake that for uh, not getting enough sleep or, or things like, or, you know, I just I just haven't had my coffee. And really drinking a glass of water is going to be is gonna most likely be healthier for you and give you very similar effects as a cup of coffee will be. So are you know are you really staying hydrated during the day is a good, is a is a good uh, is a good you know thing to ask yourself, but but ending caffeine consumption, which includes soft drinks as well like sodas and things like that, ten hours before you go to bed is going to help your body clear out the caffeine. It's going to be able to give you a better night's sleep, and sleep is one of the things that uh, Craig has built a lot of a lot of this around the ability to get a good night's sleep, because that is your body's prime recovery period. That is when your hormones are are fixing themselves. It's when your body fixes itself. It's where your muscles fix themselves from the workout that you did, hopefully, that day. Uh, sleep is your body's recovery process. And if you're not getting enough sleep then or or not getting enough good quality sleep, Then your body is not going to be primed the next day. And if your body is not fully recovered, if it's not in its, in its peak state, you're not going to be as aware to the dangers around you. You're not going to be able to make important decisions as, as best as you could be. So this really is a prime component of the tactical lifestyle is getting enough sleep. Okay. So 10 hours before bed, no more, no more, uh, no more caffeine. Okay. So 3 hours before bed no more food or alcohol. Okay? So some of you might be used to the nighttime snack or you might be uh you might like to have a beer after work or whatever and you know it makes you tired. Some people use alcohol as a way to well if I have a if I have a drink then it makes me sleepy and I and I can sleep better. It actually doesn't. It actually has it it can make you feel sleepy, alcohol can, but It doesn't allow you to go into REM sleep. You know, REM is rapid eye movement, but it's, it's the deep sleep. That's your, that's your deep sleep zone where you, your body has the, the best recovery. And, and it can do all the things that your body is supposed to do that you're, you know, for that recovery process. So alcohol actually does not allow you to reach that level of sleep. So three hours before bed, no more alcohol. Also, no more food. Now, again, your your body, if you have something to eat before you go to sleep, well, all of your body's processes start to scale down as you go to sleep. That's what allows it to recover. It's, you're not supposed, I mean, your, your heart rate goes down, right? Your breathing goes down. So what it's doing is your body is going into that, that sleep mode for recovery. However, if you have food in your stomach, then you're basically asking your body to work at the same time as it's trying to shut down for a recovery process, and what this causes is a lot of gastric upset, and so if you it can, you can get um, heartburn, gastric reflux, and it can inter, that can interrupt your sleep as well, and it so it, again it doesn't allow your body to fully recover during your sleep because you're asking it to work. All right, so so again, the number three here is three hours before bed, no more food or alcohol. Two hours before bed, no work. no more work. OK? No more taking phone calls, no more checking emails, no more looking at your sales reports, or, or even thinking about what you have to do tomorrow for for work. In fact, before you do this, your best bet is to just do a complete brain dump of the things that you are going to need for the next day or something that you want to get done for the next day. But after that, after you do that brain dump of here's what I want to accomplish tomorrow, then you want to put that away. No more. No more thought about work. You think about it, so much of our lives are taken up from work, right? I mean, if you are still working, if you're not retired, think about it. You get up in the morning for what? you get up in the morning for work. You spend a good 1 hour, hour and a half, maybe even 2 hours for some people preparing for work, putting your suit on or getting your clothes ready or you know what what you're you're having breakfast, you're thinking about your work day. You might even be starting already with getting on email and and getting things going. You might be fielding calls from work. So much of everything we do is about work even in the mornings. And then you go to work, right? So you spend eight hours out of the day at work, and it's consuming you, obviously, there. And then you're driving home from work, so you have your commute to and from work. Then you get home, and you're probably still fielding calls. You're probably still getting emails. You might even be traveling for work. But even if you're at home, you're still thinking about work, right? You're thinking about the day you're talking about it with your spouse, uh, how was your work day and you're talking about work think about how much of our lives are encompassed by work really that only gives you a few other hours for anything else that's not work related so let's not let work just completely control and own your entire day so 2 hours before 2 hours before bed no more work and you've really got to make this a commitment, too. You've really got to do this. You, that means you have a bedtime, and that's you know what time you're going to go to bed, and you own this those two hours, okay? So one hour before bed, no more screen time. So that means you turn off any phones that you have, TVs, uh, no more computer work, none of that at all. You've got to really hit that off button on everything, okay? and and what you want to do with that time is, and this isn't in Craig's book, but for me, for me, this is what this is what makes a big difference: is to use that time for the people that do mean the most to you. Okay. Now it does Now, what if you're not married? What if you don't have children? What if you don't have grandchildren? You have friends, and just talking to a friend on the phone, not not texting them. Um, but just even if it is, you know, you can you can pick up the phone. Now I said, you know, t- turn off all all phones and everything like that. But for me, having a time where you reinforce that you're part of something greater than you—that's something that there are other that people in our lives are important, and and getting that social connection back to me is extremely important. Now, preferably, if you are if you have a family, you shut everything off. Everybody shuts their phones off. You can spend time with your family playing a game. So go into the local toy store or, you know, there's all kinds of, you can even look online and look up family games, but there's a lot that you can do in reconnecting as a family. And just just getting some, having a a family game night, uh, just talking about the day, just talking about your hopes and your dreams. Now, there's a oh gosh I I'm going I don't have the name of it right now but uh, one of the best gifts we ever received was it was this tin and I almost want to say it came from like a cracker barrel restaurant it was that kind of thing but it was this tin it looks it's got pictures of like cherry pie on top or something like that but really what they are are conversation starters and you basically take one of these cards and there's probably about 200 of them in this canister and there are different questions in there, like, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Or if you could use one word to um, describe uh, what your family means to you, what would it be? Uh, describe your ideal vacation that you would love to take. It's things like that. But they're great conversation starters, and we've used them within, my fam- within our family and you find out things, even about your spouse that you may have been married to for decades, you'll find new things out about them that you didn't know. But it sure beats just sitting around a television until it's bedtime or until you've both fallen asleep on the couch and then just lumber off to bed. And then you, we lose that social connection. We lose that, that family connection. And I think you'll find that you are going to have more meaningful, deep relationships with those people that do mean the most to you when you turn off the television an hour before bed, when you turn off those telephones and you make, you make no more calls. And And to me, again, these are the people that I protect, but... It's not just their bodies that I'm protecting. I'm protecting what matters to me the most, which is the love and the connection and the bond that I have with my family. And that's going to be a different type of a tactical mindset. It's going to be putting this 10, 3, 2, 1 into place for you that's going to have – I think it's going to really – it's going to make a, a big difference. And that's why I wanted to really talk about it in this thing. Now, the last thing that I'll talk about, the last, the last factor in owning the evening – Now, for your tactical lifestyle, is when you go to bed to say a prayer. Now, just as I said, when you start the morning, I I recommend some level of uh, some type of meditation, and that could be spiritual for you. It could be whatever. It doesn't have to be religious. Okay? So the same thing with saying a prayer. It doesn't matter even if you're atheist. Because a prayer doesn't have to just be a Christian, you know, talking to, to God or, or anything like that. It doesn't have to be, you know, I think some people use prayer as the, the get out of, of, of misery card, right? Like it's, they don't really pray until something's going on in their life, a loved one is sick or something, and then all of a sudden you find God and you get down and you pray on, please, please, please God, don't let this happen, this is bad. That's, that's not really what prayer is. Prayer really is a communication. That's it. It really, whether you're communicating with God, whether you're communicating with the universe, whether you're communicating just with your own self, it's just a level of communication. And so just as when I was a kid, I would pray with my mom, I would get on my knees, and I would get on the side of the bed, and we would do our prayer before before we went to bed. Um, It doesn't even have to be that. Okay, so I don't want you to get too wrapped around the word prayer because, and, and everything that it typically means for people. Really what I want you to do is just have a sense of gratitude. That's it. Because everybody can be thankful for something, and yet we spend so much of our lives thinking about what we don't have. We spend so much of our lives wrapped up in the chaos of our days that really there's so much that we have to be thankful for. All of us have something to be thankful for. And yet, I don't think we spend enough time really being grateful for the things that we have in our life, that we are focused more on, on especially on looking at the news these days, all the things that are going wrong around us, right? <laughs> reading e- reading our emails, all the things that can go wrong, right? Like, we're talking about preparing for these things all the time. We're wrapped up in the negativity, but there's so much to be grateful for. And so I... I my, my, final, my final task to you is to, at the, at the end of the evening, when you're going to bed, just to be able to lay there. Just lay there, take a deep breath, and let it out. and Do that a couple of times, just to relax yourself and your body and your mind. And then just stop to pray a prayer of gratitude. Think about the things that are going well in your life. Think about the people that you love. Think about how great it is to have them in your life. And then for me, I think about the people that I don't know that I'm grateful for, specifically the military, because having been in combat and having been separated from my family, my kids, um, being not knowing whether I was going to live the next day, that really – really shows you what is important in your life. And and you may have experienced something like this also. You might not have been in the military. You might not have been in combat. But if you've ever had a near death experience, if you've ever had a, a a car accident that was really bad or you've seen even if you've seen something like that or somebody that you know has gone through an, an illness or died, it it makes you more it, it wakes you up and it's like wow, we we get so caught up in our days that we that we don't stop and be thankful for what we do have that other people don't have. And I know from from when I was in combat and and being there for, for for Christmas in combat and not being able to be with my children and see them open up their their Christmas gifts in the morning, how sad that was for me. Well, there's people right now who are separated from their families, who are going through Divorce because somebody is assigned to a military post overseas, and and you know the stress of combat, the the number of our soldiers that are are committing suicide because of post traumatic stress um, disorder. I mean, just the things that are happening in people's lives that um, I'm, I'm grateful for those people that take on a military role to keep us safe and to keep freedom alive. The law enforcement that are out there that right now are going under so much scrutiny that get inside of their squad car and go out there and now are being shot at. I mean, I'm sure it's not just now, it's been happening before, but these are people who put their lives on the line, and yet the news media has really cast a, a shadow over law enforcement in general. And you know, these I'm I'm grateful for our law enforcement that go out there and risk their lives every day to protect all of us. And so just just be grateful for those people. For me, I like to say a special prayer of gratitude for the military and law enforcement and first responders that are, are there that are out there living a tactical lifestyle every single day, that are that are out there as protectors, as sheepdogs. Right? So, so that's all it has to be: is a communication of gratitude and just be thankful for those people. So, so that's the the five factors that we've now we've taken you from the time you wake up in the morning all the way to the time that you go to bed at night. And I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate our 100th podcast episode than to try and find a way to reconnect us with the things that are most important. The the reason why we do our tips and tactics when it comes to survival. Survival principles and survival training and firearms training and self-defense training, all those things really are about making sure the people you love the most are safe. So thank you, all of you, who have made it possible for us to get to our 100th episode, and for all of the praise and all the tips and even the criticisms that we've had along the way that have helped us become better I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the two hundredth episode uh next, but um just keep the uh keep the great comments coming. Please go ahead and share with others our podcast, let them know about it. All you have to do is on the, the Tuesdays when we send out the email, announce it, just forward that on to somebody that that you know that would also benefit from the things that we talk about in our podcast. That's the best way that you can help us out the most. Just get the word out so that we can reach more people with our message. Okay. And until our next Modern Combat and Survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying thank you, and train hard, stay safe, prepare now.
1: This has been Modern Combat and Survival. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes and leaving a comment.